This episode is for all the introverts out there. If you're like me and you're introverted and you would rather stay home than put yourself out there and network and and meet people, then this is going to be the episode for you. So I have Julie Calcote on today's podcast. And Julie is actually a course creator and an online business manager. So she really helps entrepreneurs like manage all of the things in their business from growing teams to creating processes and that sort of thing. But today we're going to be talking about how to network as an introvert and what better conversation (laughs) than to have two introverts (laughs) to teach you about this, right? So Julie's got some really great tips to share with us and I think you're going to love this. So here we go. This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. All right. Today, I am so excited to have Julie Calcote here with me. Julie is a course creator and an online business manager. Welcome to the show, Julie. Thanks so much for having me, Jackie. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too, because right before we hit record on this episode, we were discussing what exactly we're going to talk about. And I'm really excited that we're going to talk about how to network for introverts, which is... (laughs) like the thing that I need to learn right now. Total, total introvert over here. But before we jump into that, Julie, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your background and what it is that you do? Yes. So I am a mom and a wife who lives in Anchorage, Alaska. So it's very cold and dark here for a lot of the year. And right now we're going into summer. So we've got like 19 hours of daylight and we just go full, full out all summer long and kind of slide into that fall, you know, a little bit tired and just ready to hibernate. So I am a course creator, podcast host, and online business manager came to this business like so many. I started out in the legal field, which I really loved and enjoyed. My um, degree is actually in criminal justice. But once I had kids, I really desired to have that freedom. And I still wanted something for myself and wanted to have a contribution. I love working. I love entrepreneurship. And so started out working as a virtual assistant. I actually managed and produced podcasts for like half a year and loved that so much. But when I found online business management, it just felt like I found my home. Like there was just something about it that made my heart so happy. That community, the hive mind, I definitely found my people. So now I partner with women business owners who primarily bring in that six and seven figure revenue to just help them streamline their systems, get their team in order and help them live out their wildest dreams in their business. Oh my gosh. That sounds so amazing. I love it. All of it living out their wildest dreams. Love it. Also love the idea of how many hours of daylight did you say? (laughs) Well, we have 18 now, but it will continue to increase. We uh, increase daylight 
like hours of daylight until June 21st. And mm-hmm. then we slowly start to lose some, but up North. So I'm in Anchorage, which is, if you look at the state of Alaska, it's kind of like at the bottom there up North, the sun will go up and not go down for like two weeks or, you know, even in Anchorage, it doesn't really go down. It just sort of skims the horizon. Like you can see mm-hmm. it kind of go around in a circle, if that makes sense. So you always know kind of what time of day it is just based on where the sun is. <laughs> That's so cool. And so, I don't know, have you lived there your whole life? Like, is that something that you're used to? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you get used to it. I think every year it's a little bit of a surprise. And for kids, oh. when you have little kids, it's definitely a surprise, but you just, you tell yourself, I'm not going to do it this year. I'm going to, when it's 11 o'clock at night and the sun's still out, I'm going to go to bed, but really it's hard. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's even hard. I live pretty far North. Like we're in um, Washington state, almost at the Canadian border, like seriously a hop and a skip. And um, it in the summer doesn't get dark until after 10 probably. Mm -hmm. And when I moved here, that was a big like adjust adjustment for myself, but even right now, like it's like nine 30, probably almost nine 30 when it's getting dark. And I'm like a, like, I want to get my pajamas on and be in my bed at nine or nine 30. <laughs> Me too. Dark. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I feel like such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Uh, okay. Let's get back to the online business management and how the, actually let's skip into the networking. We're going to talk about networking, um, for introverts, but I'm kind of curious about how you discovered this networking for introverts. Was it through doing like online business management or, or how did this become, um, an interest of yours? Yeah, it's a great question. So in college, I mentioned that my major was criminal justice. My minor was psychology. Those things seem to just go together. And one of my psychology classes was an assessments test. So you just take all assessments and kind of learn how those work throughout the semester. And there was an introversion, extroversion scale test. And I scored so, I don't know if it would be high or low, but I scored so high on the introversion scale that the teacher was said she was surprised I ever left the house. And I said, I'm surprised too every day because I would prefer not to. And now funny, like, you know, however many years later jokes on her, I don't really have to leave my house very often by design. (laughs) So I knew that when I came into the online space, you know, there's so many things that you kind of look at and I'm not saying that those walls never go away, but you know, I came in with a lot of beliefs, like, could I even have this business? Could I build this with kids? But one of those things that was a big hurdle is that networking piece, because you see when you first start a business, a lot of the common advice is show up in Facebook groups, talk to strangers, kind of an introvert's nightmare is that Um, somebody described social media to me as like a cocktail party with small talk, which is like my nightmare. And so I knew quickly I'd have to develop some strategies, kind of, you know, some ways to think about networking, how I could make it work for myself if I was going to have the business that I wanted. So I've worked for the last four plus years, um, honing these things, working on these strategies and thinking about what has worked and what hasn't throughout this journey of building my own business. That is so interesting. So you knew from a young age through like a personality type assessment that you were an introvert. You probably didn't, it sounds like you didn't even need the assessment. You already knew. <laughs> I knew. Yes. <laughs> 
but it's funny with taking those kind of personality tests and stuff. It's like how things become like, oh, I get it. I get maybe why I'm I'm this way, which I've joked about for the last two years. And hopefully this like doesn't make anyone roll their eyes, but I'm like, I kind of feel like staying at home for the last two years, like the pandemic was kind of made for me. Like I have thrived just being at home. You know, it's like my excuse. Nobody looks at you funny for not going anywhere. It's, you know, I have said that. I have said that too, to my kid and my husband too, who's more extroverted has just been like, you, you love this, you know, in the sense of like what it has created for the family and the time Mm -hmm. at home with the kids, not, you know, for what it's created for the world at large, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. My daughter, my youngest and I, we've been living our best lives, like sweatpants and don't leave the house for weeks. That's great. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> my other two or my husband and my other daughter. No, that's not for them. Right. Okay. So how do you, I'm, I'm curious about when you said social media was like cocktail parties, nobody can see us on here, but I was like shaking my head, like, oh my gosh, no, that's a nightmare. Like that's my worst ni- nightmare. Literally. What how did you start to approach that differently? Like what shifts did you have to make in your mind to be able to, to, um, overcome that? Or is that an approach that you decided not to even take? Like you decided you weren't going to do the whole social media thing because of that. Yeah. It's yeah. It totally makes sense. I think that first, I just want to start out by saying I'm a big believer in nobody has to follow any specific formula to have success. So you can have the business that you desire without having a team while having a big team without doing reels, without, you know, doing uh, consistent social media value, giving posts, like all of those things are just, you know, we've been told by many different people and it's, it's easy to tune in and hear lots of advice about what we should be doing. But mm-hmm. I just want to start out by saying, whatever I'm saying, it's just tips and ideas that I'm sharing with you. But if it doesn't feel good to you, it's not going to be a strategy that you should use or utilize. So I think we have to, you know, kind of start adjusting our mindset that way. But one thing that really helped when I first started in the online space is I invested in some education. I'm a fast start. So I like to, I don't mind figuring things out for myself, but I think why not accelerate my journey and rely on someone else's expertise that can help me get to where I want to go. So building my, um, virtual assistant business in the very beginning, I signed up for a course that had a hiring form and it was really great. I built my early clients on that hiring form. So one thing I like to share with people, and this could be true for, as a certified online business manager, there's a directory and hiring form, um, you know, that came with that program. And I think even if you're part of a program that you've invested in and they don't have that, I have approached, um, course creators and asked if they'd be willing to create a hiring form or things because I want to hire out of their group. So you can approach these um, course creators and see if that's something they might be willing to do on either side. But I think that is a nice way by getting on directories, having access to these forms. It's a great way to build a foundation in your business without having to necessarily just start out so cold or as you're starting out, you can get some of these other things like practiced and under your belt, but you have another way to build your business right off. First of all, I just want to say, I love 
what you said about not having to do things a particular way or not having to do things. I think, I mean, I can only speak for myself, right? I don't know what other introverts, how they feel, but for me, I feel, I've always felt a lot of pressure to do things the way that more outspoken people do things, you know? Um, I don't feel comfortable putting myself out there in the same ways that they do, but I've always felt like that was the norm and people try pushing us towards that, you know? So just to say that, you know, I've never done the thing just because someone else said to do the thing, or I've consciously made an effort to do the thing that feels right for me, I think is so important in business in life, wherever. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And okay. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Keep going. I want some more tips. <laughs> And I was going to say, there's a nuance there, right? Because there is a line where it's like, we're following what's right for us and sort of our dopamine or what have you and building the business that we want. Because if we're constantly pushing against things that aren't the right fit for us, we're going to hit a burnout really quickly. But that doesn't mean that if you haven't tried something or if you're scared to do something that you shouldn't try it. I, I do believe in, if you're just not sure and you don't have all the information, why not give it a go and just see what happens. For example, recently I I've been on TikTok mostly for client research, but I do enjoy the platform. And I felt like for me, I'm not a cool enough kid to show up over there. So when, you know, I'm part of a challenge now who it's like, you're going to show up on TikTok and do this thing. After I got that momentum in it, I found that I've really enjoyed it. And I would have never had that experience if I hadn't tried it out. So I just, as you were talking, I thought, you know, let's not, let's make sure with our own selves or with a check-in with somebody that we're not using these things as an excuse. Now, you know, I just want to say one thing about that. Cause we were actually in the same group, right? With yes. this. TikTok challenge. And so I had a different experience with it. And so I think this is like a good example of two introverts. One, like we both, we both kind of tried it. Although here's, here's the caveat for me. I had COVID when the challenge started and I did not yeah. want to show up. Like I didn't want to show my face on TikTok, but I've been trying to step out and like try some new things and discover like what I'm willing to do extrovert wise. And I decided mm -hmm. that that was not that was not the fit for me. Like it was taking too much of my, and my energy yeah. <laughs> to be able to show up in that way. So two introverts, same kind of like, should I do this? Should I show up on TikTok or not? One yes, one no. That's a, a great way. I think good point to evaluate, give it a try. If it's not for you, don't feel guilt about it. That's what I had to let go was like, move on. Right. It, it's, right. A, it's the thing that I'm not willing to do right now. Move on. And I think that's a discussion that I have with so many introverts is that moderating your energy. I don't know if extroverts have this discussion very often, but as introverts, so. we're always thinking I, and you know, maybe this is a false belief that I'm working on, but I feel like I have this pool of energy, you know, that I have to think about how I want to use that every day. So I know if I have uh, something that's going to require me to be out, you know, maybe at the kid's school for an event, that's going to take a lot more energy. So I have to think about how that's going to look on either side of it for, you know, just being an introvert. So I think that's a good barometer. If you're thinking this is, I'm doing this and it is draining me and not, you know, I'm not getting a benefit. I'm not feeling good about it. Then that's something you can definitely cut guilt-free. 
Oh my gosh, Julie, I feel like I'm talking to my introvert soulmate right now. Okay, this is how <laughs> this is how I evaluate like am I willing to do this or not? Is it going to leave me exhausted afterwards? You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes even showing up for a podcast even though I'm not like it's just you and me, you know, it's just me and one other person. Sometimes that like is is also draining of my energy that you don't realize until afterwards, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow, I really I really put a lot into that. And now I've got, to, I've got to recover and sit back and watch other people's TikToks for a little while or something, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. Well, and it, it's, it leads into really well to um, other points that I had or like things to share to help people. One is that I find that for me, I, I do have like a, a slight competitive side or I really also like a little treat, you know, I don't care if there is a challenge in a program or a group and, um, there's like a t-shirt or a mug, or I don't know, like a post that says my name and yay, I'm very motivated to show up for those things. And so I tell people, and I've said this and I felt weird saying it at first, but then other introverts said, yeah, like, no, this is a thing, but I kind of disassociate myself from what I'm putting out. So I pretend like for the TikToks, for example, that they're going out. I never think about them again. Cause if I think about them, I freak out and I delete them. Cause I'm like, ah, that's out in the world. I can't, that's too much. So I just pretend like I create it and I'm thinking, okay, it's gone. But anytime I've been able to participate in one of these challenges, even if it's with a friend and there's some accountability that helps me try things out or build that consistency that I need to bring to the, the activity. And then leaning into my strength as an introvert, right? Because one-on-one conversations in general, they're going to be where I really shine. And rather than like um, a whole group or some, I've seen these like people get on a network and these larger, you know, there's like 10 or 20 entrepreneurs. That would be really difficult for me, I know, to navigate. But one-on-one conversations is, you know, part of why I have a podcast too, because I really, I enjoy that type of interaction. So if you're out in a community and you're interested in building your, you know, relationships or connecting with other business owners as referral partners or promotion partners, then asking for these, you know, little coffee chats where there's no pressure and you're just saying, you know, hi, how are you? You can even post and say like, I'm super introverted. Is there anybody else who identifies that way that would love to get on and chat with me? You know, we could support each other and, you know, kind of strategize. I think that's completely reasonable. And a lot of people would identify with something like that, I think. Oh, I like that. That's a, that's a good point. I think there's a lot more introverts out there than we realize, or it's, it's become a term that people are like more comfortable using or something, even myself, myself included. Or in the online space, I think also attracts a lot of introverts. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I think it's forced a lot of people to have to become introverts a little bit too, but, um, okay. That's a great tip. I love that. I was thinking when you were sharing about sometimes it's harder to have the podcast conversations, Mm -hmm. something that I've found for myself is through Kate Northrup's work, which I don't know if you've read her book, Do Less. She Mm -hmm. talks about seasons in business and seasons within our month. So she talks about you having our business either sort of follow a cyclical plan, like, um, spring, summer, winter, fall, or a monthly sort of how the, like the moon cycle, or if you have a monthly cycle, um, 
than going by that. And I found that when I've tracked my energy levels at different times for me during the month, and I use my monthly cycle, there are times of the month that I'm very excited to talk to people and be visible. And there's always a week of the month that I really just, I want to put the sign up, like, do not disturb. This is not a great time. There's not that there's not other things going on. It's just a, not the time that I want to book things to be visible. So I try to plan my conversations yeah. around when I know it's going to feel the best to me every month. And that has worked really well since I've leaned into that. Yes. Yes. Me too. Actually. I love that. Kate is actually going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited. I'm oh, de we're so definitely going to have to talk about this, but she was the one that introduced this idea to me. I, I can't even remember years ago. And I completely agree. I think, I don't know if it's an introvert thing or if it's just a, becoming more common now to, to like focus on energy levels and that sort of thing. But it's something that I've gotten into in the last year or so. I've definitely noticed there are points in the month where I am just like, let's do everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go. We're starting a podcast. We're doing this. We're doing that. And then parts of the month where I'm just like, do not talk to me. Like I can't take on another thing, but gosh, I thought, why can't everyone just follow my cycle? <laughs> Nobody email me. <laughs> Nobody ask anything of me unless I'm in that peak week, baby. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, the beauty of technology and automations is that, you know, I can, I used Dubsado, so I build my scheduler around mm -hmm. when people can book appointments and when they can't. And I'm sure I could have my VA come in and, you know, take on more of the emails, like during, you know, certain times of the month. So it's definitely possible. Yeah. No, that is, that is such a great idea to, to pay attention to when your energy levels are higher and reserve that for the more like either doing more, or maybe some of those more extroverted tasks. I like that. I like that a lot. Good tip. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have any other ideas in terms of how to make networking a little bit more <laughs> accessible or comfortable? <laughs> I do kind of going back to those alternatives. I always like to share with people some ideas that sometimes I think we don't hear enough about. For example, as an OBM, I hear a lot of people in that space say, don't get on Pinterest. There's no value for you there. That's not for your, that's not for your business. And I've consistently shown up there. And I tell you, I have continual lead traffic to my strategy session offer. So usually like my first offer, when you come into my business, um, from Pinterest, it's a long-term strategy, but I think so many people dismiss it because we think we have service-based businesses, or it's just not worth showing up over there. And I have found the exact opposite to be true. And I've talked to other service-based business owners who have really invested in the strategy over time. And they say the same thing. They have system set up VIP days, and those things are getting filled from the traffic from Pinterest. And that's not anything I have to, um, do like network or interact with any other human being to do that. So I think, um, podcast interviews could potentially be a great way to show up if you're an introvert. Cause again, it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation, not a cocktail party, sort of a, a thing. Um, 
I've recently been talking with other service-based business owners who have been on platforms like Upwork. And I think admittedly, there's a little bit of optimization you do on a platform like that to make sure that you're bringing in the right people or that you're finding the right opportunities. But I've heard amazing things from them about just being there and having people ask them to apply for jobs and pitch them for things. So if you are starting out or you just want some foundation clients or some fill-in work, I think a platform like that might be a better place to look and spend your time than um, somewhere like Facebook groups. I think there's also really good ways to do video content without showing your face. I know my um, virtual assistant, Kim, had a whole like five-part series of ideas on how to do reels that never show your face and they really convert and they work, but it really just takes a Google search to look those things up. So if you feel like I do desire to do some type of video content, but I just don't want to be in it at this point, there's options out there for that. And then I think the last thing I would say, if you are going to do something that's more draining that you feel like is beneficial or that you want to try out the strategy, I always set a timer. So if I, especially in the early days, if I was, but still, if I'm going to get on Facebook, for example, and network in groups and just show value, I'll set a timer for 15 minutes and that's it. So I'm really forced to focus, get in there, do what I want to do and not get completely distracted or feel very overwhelmed. It just becomes sort of a business task on my list. So if there are things that are very draining, you know, limit the time you do them and set a timer and keep that accountability. That's a great tip. I like that. I think I've started doing that without even realizing actually, you know, that, and I'll just add one little thing onto that last one is like batching. Batching has helped um, me with my energy as well, because, you know, if you're recording, well, I don't do reels for obvious reasons. Same thing as TikTok. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to show my face. It's good to know that I wouldn't have to, but if, you know, that was content that took a lot from me, you know, doing several at once, or like you're saying, going live, doing that. And especially if you have to do your hair and makeup for something, you know what I mean? I don't want to do that every day. No, that feels exhausting right there. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Yeah. So only having to do it, you know, on a day that I take calls or a day that I'm filming content or something like that, and just kind of knocking it out. seems like a good way to manage energy. I like that. That's such a fire tip. I, I myself has, have just dipped my toe in the water this month as I'm finding myself creating more content, exactly the same thing. It's such a relief to create that content on very specific days and times. And the rest of it, I can just kind of show up in my lounge wear. Yeah, exactly. I love it. And, you know, to be honest with that batching too, it's like, there are a lot of things in business that I don't know about you, but they, they kind of like are always in the back of my mind, Like they're on the back burner. They're on a to-do list. That's not for today, but I have the intention of doing it someday. And just by having it out there on my mind, like it, it just eats up a percentage, you know, it really does. It hundred percent does. And when you batch it, it's like, okay, I have this specific amount of time on this specific day that I have dedicated to knocking this out. And afterwards you would think that you conquered the world because it just feels so good to finally get it done and not be worried about it anymore. You know, it really, it's so true. So Julie, such good tips that you shared. Thank you so much. If people wanted to learn more about you or how to work with you, where could they find you? 
Yes. Well, I'm on Instagram at Julie Calcote OBM and you'll find links there to my website, which is my same name, juliecalcote.com. And you'll find links to the podcast, which is called the dreamers manual. I do love working with business owners around hiring. So I have a freebie called the dream team starter kit that whether somebody already has a team or whether they're just thinking about building one, it creates what I would consider the foundation for bringing in those right people for your business and finding the perfect fit for you. So we go through vision values, a time study, and then there's a tracker to keep track of all those recurring tasks. And you could start looking at that with a CEO level view and saying, what are these tasks are draining me? What could be delegated? Can I group these into a specific category? And that can, you know, help inform you of where you want to hire and how you want to do that. So you can find that at julietraining.com backslash starter kit. That sounds so amazing. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It was a delight to get to talk to you. And if, again, if people want to reach you, it's Julie Calcote OBM on Instagram. Yes, it is. Okay, great. Thank you, Julie. Thanks so much, Jackie. It's been a treat. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.